Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Resilient Leaders Podcast, where resilience and leadership is not simply a good idea, it's required. I'm J.R. Briggs, founder of Kairos Partnerships, a team of leaders who are committed to helping leaders like you overcome your unique leadership challenges. And one of the ways we try to equip leaders in addition to coaching, consulting, speaking, writing is, pro- is by providing podcast episodes like this one. Well, college basketball is in full swing. College basketball is one of my favorite things to watch along with Major League Baseball. And March, which involves spring training for baseball and March Madness, of course, for basketball is one of my favorite times of the year. Now, let's be honest for a minute. Your brackets, as well as mine, are completely toast. That's bad news. But the good news is that as a March Madness basketball viewer, this has been a thrilling tournament to watch, full of significant upsets and riveting finishes. Man, if there's ever a time to root for the underdog, it has been this tournament. I have loved watching the games, but I've also been watching and I've been noticing that there are two leadership lessons that we can take away from the coaches on these March Madness teams. Now, the NCAA men's basketball final four teams are now set and ready to square off this weekend to crown a champion. And here are the lessons that I've learned. First, one of the things I've noticed watching is to remember that where leaders focus their attention is incredibly important. As leaders, there are many places where we could put our attention. In fact, there are too many places where we can put our attention. Of all the leaders that our Kairos Partnerships team of coaches, has worked with throughout the years, there's been not one single leader who said, you know, I'm actually bored. I don't have anything to do in leadership. No, it's just the opposite. Many, if not most of the leaders that we work with are saying, there are too many things on my plate. There are too many priorities. There are too many demands and responsibilities that I'm in charge of that are pulling at me, that are vying for my time, energy, and attention. So what should we do? Well, Maybe you figured this out by now, but our focus is a scarce commodity. As leaders, we need to be disciplined as to where we put our focus. And the best leaders that I know do this really well. They focus their time, their energy, and their attention toward the things that matter most. But it's not easy. It's simple, but it's not easy. Now, here's what I've noticed from the March Madness games. Number one, when the coaches, uh, when the cameras focus on the coaches, I've noticed three areas where the coaches are always looking. Number one, the coaches are looking at the court, of course. This is where the action takes place. They're looking at their players. They're watching their opponents. They're also watching and talking with the refs. That's where the action happens, right? On the court. So their eyes are on the court. But number two, their eyes are also on their bench. Not the other team's bench, but their bench. Why? To engage with their players, their team, as well as to listen to their assistant coaches, which they do in the huddle. They look down the bench to get a player to come off the bench and check in the game. They're also listening to their assistants who are whispering insights, tips, and updates into their ears. They're focusing on the court where the action is, the bench where their team is, and number three, they're focusing, of course, on the scoreboard. This is to see how the team's effectiveness is being measured, right? The scoreboard, of course, but not just that. They're also looking at the scoreboard to glean important information and feedback, such as 
How many timeouts do we have remaining? How many fouls do we have to give? How much time is on the shot clock, et cetera, et cetera. All of this determines how they lead. In a sense, this is like their dashboard indicating their KPI, their key performance indicators. Based on the KPI, their dashboard up on the scoreboard, it helps them make strategic decisions of what they do, how they do it, and when they do it. But I've also noticed where the coaches are not looking. Have you noticed this? The coaches are not turned around looking up in the crowd, listening to what the crowd, what a fan is yelling. They're not looking at the cheerleaders. And they're not looking at the critics. They are focused and spending their time on what's most important, the court, the bench, and the scoreboard. Now, I have the privilege of serving as a leadership coach to a Division I men's basketball coach. And recently, after a game, he called me to process their team's loss. It was on the road. And at the end of the call, I said, yeah, isn't their hometown PA announcer really annoying in drawing this out? Way too much excitement after the home team hits a three-pointer? For the viewer at home, I was watching the game on ESPN, and it was so annoying for the PA announcer to go above and beyond overly excited more than he needed to, to do. I almost had to watch the game on mute. It was so over the top by that PA announcer. But the response from this coach on the phone was very interesting. He said, what do you mean? I didn't hear it. Didn't hear it? How can you not hear it? That's all we could hear in our living room watching the game. And I realized he's incredibly focused and tuned in to watching the court, watching his team, the bench, and also looking at the scoreboard. He didn't have time to look or listen to the PA announcer. Good leaders keep their focus on the court where leadership is lived out on the bench to engage with and listen to their team and on the scoreboard to be aware of the metrics and important feedback needed to be the right kind of leader. Now, but there's a second lesson in addition to where a leader looks and focuses and pays attention to, and it's this, it's how leaders see other people's future. I love this. One of the March Madness commentators shared a thought from Creighton coach Greg McDermott whose team has had a pretty good run in the tournament. The Creighton Blue Jays uh, have done quite well the last few years. Now, when talking to his staff, Greg McDermott said that he doesn't hire assistant coaches. Instead, he only hires future head coaches. I've done a podcast episode before of the coaching tree in the NFL. This guy has it right when it comes to coaching in college basketball. He doesn't think about assistant coaches. He only hires future head coaches. Oh man, I love that. What a paradigm shift and what a lesson for us as leaders, no matter what field that we're in. McDermott doesn't view them as assistants, but who they will be in the future. That is brilliant. So leaders, think like a coach during March Madness. And I ask you these two questions. Where are you looking? What has your energy, your time, your focus, and your attention? And number two, and where you're looking, speaking of looking down the bench, how are you looking at the potential of the people on your team? Who they are, or who they could be, or maybe who they will be? Well, thanks for joining me today. I hope this has been helpful as you think about and enjoy March Madness this weekend. But this podcast is produced by the generative Joel Limbowen at On a Limb Productions. Of course, Joel has produced all of our episodes here on this podcast, but he's also done great video work for us and our organization. You can see some of those videos and maybe find yours truly on some of those videos on his website at onalimproductions.com. 
leadersleadershipmentorship.com for all your video and podcast needs, or you can check out the link in the show notes. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning. And remember, focus on the right things, block out the distractions, and see the potential of who your people can be in the future, not just on who they are now. Have a great week.